Welcome to the podcast of Catholic Marriage A to Z, where we cover topics of Catholic marriage from A to Z and everything in between. We are Audrey and Zach Peters, a young Catholic couple shedding light on the realities of Catholic marriage as we try to live it to the fullest. Unfiltered, personal, and authentic. Follow along with us every week as we dive into different topics surrounding Catholicism and marriage. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Is this our first two-week gap or second? Uh, I think second. Nice. Yes. So yeah. welcome back. Thanks for staying tuned. Hope you liked the, not last week's episode, but the one two weeks ago. And we are back again. Ta-da. Yeah. I think just as a, a little small little you know, quick reminder, not a reminder, I don't know, a little, little tidbit, it really has been good for us. Again, we, we hope to be able to continue to do this and talk with y'all, but even just having an extra week to chill and think about a good idea for the podcast and just having time to do it, I think has already, I've already seen a little bit. I know we're still working through a lot and figuring it all out, but I, I really do feel better already. And I just want to be very honest with you guys and what, what's going on. So yes, appreciate you guys being back. Hopefully you're able, you, don't, you don't mind us taking a week off now and going bi-weekly and all that, but either way, we're, we're pretty pumped. Yeah. Time. It's a valuable resource. Mm. Zachary, what are we talking about today? Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of, it's, it's a little unique, I'd say. Um, but a lot of, we're talking about, I mean, it, it has to deal with time. Um, but basically time spent with your significant other and having that relate to how it feels to be alone. And that yeah. alone isn't always just, and alone is not always just saying like, oh, like one spouse is in. Is that, is that at the home and one spouse is out at a bar or one, whatever, one's at work, one's at home with a kid, you know, we're, we're, we're talking even within the home, which is probably why it's a little unique and weird, but we'll get there, promise. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we just kind of want to tackle that and talking about how that can affect your marriage or affect your relationships and what that can look like. And I'll, I'll shout out one of my, one of my buddies and it'll, it'll be good and he's going to love it. And yeah, it'll provide more context. So yeah, I guess we kind of thought about this subject because- Mainly me. Um, one of my big complaints. Yeah, talk, talk about why this is so important to you, Audrey. Because it is. Yes. <laughs> one of my big complaints is, Zach, why don't you want to spend time with me? Zach, spend more time with me. Zach, you're always at work. Spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. So, Even though I have one of the most flexible jobs in the world. but uh, It could be better. could be better. Top my new n- job is more flexible. So. Top 10%. Should I talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Well, keep, keep, I actually, yeah, fun fun fact that's not just, related. I, well, it, it could relate to the fact that like, we have to definitely space out our time better. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, fun fact that's not related, and then we'll get back to the, the subject. Um, but I actually just got a new job as the director of religious education at our church. So, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so it kind of just happened and still learning, learning the ropes, but excited to um, take a bigger role in... Yeah, I guess just like the curriculum development and working with the kids and the teachers and um, just taking another role in the church and super excited. And they are super flexible with my time, which I also very much enjoy. I basically set my own hours and it's part time. So that's awesome. Yeah. So we have to work around this a little bit as we talk about why Audrey uh, likes this topic of being alone and she's going to share a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So congratulations to you. Thanks. You know. That's how I'd be. This is the first time I'm hearing about it, obviously. So 
that you're hearing about it? About the job? Yeah, that's oh, why yeah. I, that's why I clapped for By it. By the way, <laughs> I'm going to be gone 17 hours out of the week now. So, yeah. Um, anyways. Anyways. But, yeah, I really enjoy spending time with Zach. Sue me. But <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's it. Just okay. that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of my big things. Um, and I think other relationships are different. So we just kind of wanted to go through um, just differences in that. And I guess the main point is there's not really a right way or a wrong way, but you have to know which way is the right way for your relationship. And how, and how do you do that? Like, how, how do you know that? You know what I'm saying? Communication. Yes. What exactly? What type of language are we talking here? The love oh, language. There we go. Yes. <laughs> I feel very. We were just talking about ASMR and how we oh. should start one of those, and I feel very like expressive today. You oh, know. This is interesting. So it's it, ASMR. Oh. Okay. This is. Fun. All right. Sorry. So good. Um. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we, we we have there's the five love languages. If you're not familiar with them, I think we've talked about them before. If not, we'll refresh you. Got. Acts of service, gift giving. I was going to say to you. Well, I, I, I was going to wait to, I was going to save ours for last. Okay, so. go. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Acts of service, gift giving, uh, words of affirmation, and then there's one more before ours. Oh, physical touch, and then quality time. Nice. Obviously, I've already preluded to this, but quality time is ours. So that being said, obviously that makes more sense what Audrey was talking about, how we really value our time together. So, Audrey, how do you like to value, like, how do you like to have our time together? Like, what does that look like? What do you, what, 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 what do you like? Yeah. Myself, and before I do that, I just want to point out, it is very unique and we are very, I don't know, I guess happy. It does make things easier that we do have the same top love language mm-hmm. now. I yep. think last time we talked about this, we took the quiz and there there's online quizzes, so go go e- on there, everywhere. figure it out. Um and we took the quiz and like my first was physical touch, but now quality mm-hmm. time has actually superseded it, funny enough. Oh, I think yeah, I told right. you that, yep. but um and his has always been quality time number one. So but oh, his wow. it's probably but, even more mm-hmm. but his number two is physical touch. So it's still like very good and now it's even better, which I think it's because we spend too much quality time together. So now we're just morphing into the we're, same human. Oh yeah, we're molding into our beliefs. Exactly. So. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that that is a very fair point. Like our top two things and two two things that really got the most points, I guess per se, are both the same. Yeah. And that, that's pretty. That's probably pretty unique because there's nothing wrong with having opposite quote-unquote or like different love languages you know no i hear that very frequently like it's very normal and i've seen very good marriages that have opposite love languages Mm -hmm. like i don't know i feel like every podcast i listen to or every one i follow or in catholic circles and in christian circles just everywhere i feel like all the time people are like my husband's love language is this and mine is this and that is not a bad thing at all like if it's completely opposite like you just have to learn how to deal with it and you know, not to brag, but I feel like, you know, our relationship is just a little bit easier because it's the same. Mm-hmm. But it still looks different because we are different people, yeah. contrary to what I just said. But anyways, sidetrack. I very much like, I guess, direct quality time. Quality, quality time, if you will. Sure. It's so, like, it's like the, oh, what, what, what's that bit? Like the super? The super quality The super sized quality time. Yes. Yeah. It got banned. 
Yeah. Remember but, that documentary? Oh, I remember. The Super Size McDonald's. Man? McDonald's. That, that's why Super Size does not exist, by the way. I'm loving it. Because yeah. of the documentary. Yep. Yeah, that, that was that something. Was Anyways. Anyways. So, yeah, I just very much like, I like talking to Zach. Um, that's why I do like this podcast. I like talking to him um, and getting this time to sit down. And we really talk about, I guess, deeper things a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Zach, you are very good at listening and being able to express your emotions and um you're just yeah you're probably the most emotionally intelligent man i've ever met um so yeah good job on that one um so like we have conversations maybe not this focused and this direct all the time sure um but we have like conversations like this all the time so i really all day yeah, yeah i really enjoy doing that with him um i feel like maybe sometimes I don't know. I feel like other people would get tired of it. I don't know if you feel this way. Other people might get tired of it because I feel like all the time I'm in an existential crisis, like trying to tackle every like major issue in my life and figure out the whole meaning of it like 24 seven. And it's kind of exhausting, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah. And then you always feel better at the end of it. And I go, why why am I freaking out so much? Like, I don't know, but we talked about it for an hour or so. We're not getting that time back. So this, That's it, honey. This is Zach's life. Um, I talk about. Just, I'm not even gonna say deep. It's not like it's profound, but like just reevaluating life choices constantly. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, that was part of our motivation for starting this podcast. Like having these conversations really, that yeah. we've been having, but in front of a microphone and for other people to hear, because I think it's valuable. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point, and I'd like to also speak to the fact that I've actually discovered more about my other love languages with you. I don't know if you've seen it as much. And, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I probably haven't brought it up. Uh, you, you, you'll know of one off the bat, so I'll, I'll start about that. But like, my, my acts of service, <laughs> that's not that I didn't like doing things for people before, like, you know, just in, in any relationship, whether, you know, friends, family, whatever. But it's definitely increased, like, tenfold with you. And that comes a little bit, I think, maybe just trying to sacrifice for you and trying to do all these little things, whether it's making the coffee or trying to put away the dishes. If you, I don't know. I mean, you, you could say whatever you want. Some of there's household stuff. But there are little things I think I would just... Like, I'm, I'm thinking now, like, I kind of want to retake the test and see <laughs> how much higher up it goes. And maybe it overpass physical touch. That's what I'm thinking. Um, it might. I don't but like, know. I, and, but like... I just think like when you when you're in a we'll talk about marriage, which is what this is about, you kinda have to display all five. And yeah. It maybe not as frequent as others, like the gift giving, that's both of our lease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um the, one of my presents to Audrey was giving her a a set amount of money to go decorate the house. Which she Oh loved. my gosh, it was great. Yes. It she, was so useful. Yes. So she <laughs> loved it, so do not do not hate on me, okay? Or or do, I don't care. But she loved it. It was, it was she was like, oh, no way. You know, like, and I was like, oh, great. I did nothing besides think about this. No. Like, it won't, I won't admit that, like, obviously, like, getting a physical thing is more, like, maybe flashy or, sure. like, Which there's. Which I have done before. Okay. Yes. Zach, yeah, Zach's given me great gifts, so thank you. Um, like, it's a little more flashy. Like, I do get that. I mm. am a human. But, like, man, that was so useful. I could pick exactly what I wanted. Yeah. It's great. No, so I, I, I think that's, and, and whether it's your worst or your least used or favorite, um, like, love language, you have to use all of them in marriage. 
Yeah. You, you just have to. And you may not be the best at it, and it might grow over time, right? But overall, you're forced to use them. If not, there's a part of that relationship that you might be missing. And again, I'm not saying to be given gifts to your significant other every week, or maybe there are people out there who that's both the number ones, and maybe they do something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, if that works shoot, for them. Got the money for it, and that's what you like, then maybe a you know a thing of roses every week is nice. And, you know, I, I don't know. Well, again, both I of mean, us. I mean, I would, not... I wouldn't mind. See, there you go, you know, and but both of us, it's it's our lowest thing, so yes. that's why we really don't care. Um, but I think that's the beauty of in marriage, like you're able to actually explore all of them, and, and you should, you should change up a bit and not be scared to like, like maybe I, I do go get some roses for Audrey next week, and she's like, oh, like thanks, and it may not be like what the best thing she wanted from me, but she can still appreciate it and be like, oh, this is different. This is unique. And so mm-hmm. I think for us, it I've definitely found, obviously, like I said, the acts of service skyrocketing and maybe other ones not being as much. See, I don't know why. Because don't know why what? Acts of service skyrocketing because I feel like I that's very low on my list as well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think for me, it, it's a very – I got to be careful. It can be very easy. To come up to you and say I love you, which I do. We 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 don't go a day without it. Even even after a small miscommunication or like a little, you know, when we talk about some hard stuff, like we always end it with I love you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, and we we always talk through it all, and we're good. You know, we we never go to bed. You know, we we figure it out. We even mean staying up till one a.m. and missing mass the next morning. We do it right. Yeah, but mainly because I'll freak out and not fall asleep. Sure, if it's unresolved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, we always say I love you. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes being able to showcase your love for someone is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I'm able to see or or for some reason it's become easier for me to show that love to Audrey through acts of service. Yeah. And I know it's it's pretty low for her. I think it's four. I'm pretty sure. I think so. I don't remember. It's low, right? But at the same time, she can still appreciate what I'm doing. And for me, it's it's become a more easier, tangible way for me to say, hey, I do love you. Even though I'm gonna tell her, anyways, probably, you know, every, you know, every, all the time. Um, but yeah, I think that's the cool part about it. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Like things might change in our marriage. Like I'm already kind of preluding a little bit to it that maybe my acts of service. Maybe it's number one. I highly doubt it. It's probably number two. But there's a, you might end up focusing on other things you didn't before because it's with it's with your spouse, and you're gonna showcase and find things differently with that. The reason why I'm talking about all this because it is important in terms of what we're talking about today about being lonely, whether it's in the room like, or like when you're in the house together, whether you're outside, because if you're not communicating properly with like maybe you are like you're both in the same room watching a show, but one person's on their phone, one person's not. Even though you are spending, quote unquote, time together, maybe it's not the time that they want. And so that can bleed into them feeling alone. So I don't know, Audrey, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very good. I think all this love languages talk is to say that this quality time specific thing, this quality time thing looks different for every marriage. So like if you're in a marriage where, again, like the, the roses, like number one is gift giving, like people might not feel that bad, like maybe not spending as much time with their spouse. Or if they are, it's like, you know, it's kind of you guys are both doing your own thing in the same room. Yeah. Like for some people that is perfectly fine. You just need to know what level of that is appropriate for your marriage. Sure. And surprisingly, like we're talking about 
you know, I do love talking to Zach and having conversations and stuff. And that's very, like, very intentional, very direct. Like, I am looking at you. I am talking to you. I am with you. Quality time. But I also enjoy, and I think it's a combination of two, I also enjoy, like, we watch a lot of shows and watch a lot of movies together. Yeah. And I've read a lot of stuff where it's, like, don't have all of your time together be, like, spent watching a show. Like, that's going to destroy your marriage or something. And I'm, like, honestly, like, that feels really good for us. Yeah. You know, like I and I've seen so many places where it's like, oh, you don't want to be spending all your time with your spouse, like watching something. But it's great for us because we get that quality time. We get to add little fun comments. You know, we get to laugh and stuff like that. And it combines physical touch. And it combines physical touch. You're cuddling, you're just sitting next to each other, arm around you. you know, yeah. The classic boop, you know. Right? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. Like, it definitely, it looks different for every relationship. Like, maybe some relationships, yeah, like, if they cut out watching shows and movies all the time, then, yeah, it would significantly increase. But I don't know. I It's just really cool how unique it, it looks for different people. Yeah. So that being said, for us, I think this is the tough part. I, I just came back from a pretty long uh, trip. Uh, every year we have nationals for high school athletes. Uh, that's where I go. That's where I do all my recruiting, I besides inviting kids to campus. Uh, so it's a very uh, busy weekend, to say the least. You know, it's it goes from Thursday morning, which either means leaving Wednesday or Thursday or very early Thursday morning, all the way through Sunday afternoon. And every hour of the day is watching and recruiting, writing down st- notes, trying to figure out what athletes and you know, all that. And that bleeds into me not getting to talk to Aud- Audrey very much. Mm-hmm. And last year was the first year this happened. I was by myself. My assistant coach was not with me. I was trying to look for like eight, ten people. I was watching every event. He was super busy. Yeah, the head coach's table was like it was really it was a little further out. Like they just had a a, a tough spot with the venue that we were at. And it was just hard. It was not easy. And I, I mean, I remember even the time I did have towards the end of the night. Hey, I was I was hanging out with some of the coaches, and but then B, like I was just drained. I mm-hmm. like I didn't want. I just, I just yeah. She knows. I didn't want to talk to her. Yeah. I was like Audrey. I'm sorry, but like, I, I can't, like, I, I could barely keep my eyes open. Like, you know, all that. So this year was a little bit better because a little less work. We had more of a plan figured out with who we were trying to recruit and having Jake with me and just, it was a little shorter of a trip. I went from Thursday morning early to Sunday night versus Wednesday afternoon to Monday morning. So but either way, that being said, that was probably the hardest. I mean, one of the hardest times we ever had in our relationship was, oh, that was, was last year. Because even though I was still trying to text her throughout the day, a few phone calls here and there, there was no quality time and there was no physical touch at all for days straight. And this was at the very end of us doing long distance. Mm, It's just like the last like nail in the coffin. Yeah. Literally, he was about to see me. He was flying up from the meet or driving or I forget what you did. I don't remember. Uh, (laughs) But he was coming like basically straight from the meet to come see me and for us to stop doing long distance because I was graduating that weekend. Um, So, yeah, that was definitely that was hard. And I think that is an example of how, like, again, even your strongest love languages, they change over time because I think we both handled it better this year. Like you said, it was a lot less stressful and stuff as well. A little bit better. Yeah, but like, you know, there was still, I was spending most of the day alone and I got maybe like, maybe like two calls from Zach, which is still pretty, like, that's still pretty good. But I got like two calls from Zach a day and I just, I knew those expectations and I think 
you know, I also felt, I guess, more secure in the relationship. Like, I mm, I was like, true. he's done this before. He's been gone before. He's coming back. Like, this sucks right now, but it's going to be okay. Right. You know? Yeah. No. And I think that's what's hard for me is I know you feel alone. I know you feel like, man, this is hard. You know, she, she yeah, the power went out. And, you know, a lot oh, of times. Oh, that was not good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a lot of times, like, I tried to obviously, you know, solve the, the house problems and, be the guy and yeah. Well, I mean, literally the the electricity is in your name, so yeah, that no. does help. No, for sure. And I have all the account information. Like there are some very tangible reasons why it works. And I've obviously been there every single time that there's been a power outage or like to switch the fuse box, which she can do, obviously, but it was just not working and she we, we you know, got a lot of stuff going on, I was gone. It was just hard. It was a little thing, quote unquote, but like it's just that's all it takes, you know, and that's why it's hard, I think, when for us, we don't have, we don't show those love languages to each other, that lonely, that loneliness starts to creep in more, and that can be hard to, to deal with. Yeah, and I do want to say, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm perfect in this sense, because I think it used to be a lot worse. I used to literally never be able to be alone, and I think part of that was, like, woundedness, and part of that was... Yeah me not really trusting in God, which again, I am still not perfect at. So I think I definitely, that quality time does kind of like negate it. It's not a bad thing, but like, you know, I am still working on that and working on being comfortable being alone and being alone with God and being comfortable with my identity, being alone and not doing anything yeah, and not talking to people. Sure. You know, again, there is a balance, you know, you need to go out into the world and talk to people, but there are just times that yeah, you can't be surrounded by people constantly and you have to face yourself and live with your thoughts. And sometimes that's a scary place and it used to be a lot scarier. So, yeah, I will address that just to say, like, I'm not saying my standpoint is like, oh, this is absolutely 100 percent healthy because none of us are 100 percent unbroken. Or 100 percent Christ. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that was Jesus. So we're, we're trying. None of us are that. We are trying. So. Um, I think over time, growing in relationship with God has helped that. Um, again, quality time is not a bad thing, but if you find yourself not being able to spend time alone, mm-hmm. like it's just something to to think about and just, you know, it may be resolved indirectly through trying to pray more and trying to be with God more. Because now, again, I don't like being alone, but now I actually do love silence when I'm like praying in a church and praying with Jesus and just I guess just in prayer in general like now I really do love silence in that aspect when I'm really focused on him um which as before like even like in the early days I couldn't stand to be in prayer because I would have to face my own thoughts and face my own prayers and my own realities no I think I did like it I liked the peace that came from it but I did not like the process because it was painful you didn't like the talk you like the jam sure i i still don't really get that there are some some comment made by my assistant coach today and i i'm not i forgot no one else is gonna get it it's fine it's i don't even get it and i know gymnastics now it makes no offense jake i'm sure it was a great comment zach is butchering it we'll clarify it in two weeks so stay tuned okay perfect but no i that is true and i think for me when I'm alone, I'm able to. I've been. I've been. It's just easier for me to face my thoughts or to face how I'm feeling and that silence. And I always. I mean, I am pretty busy. So I don't get a lot of alone time, truthfully. 
even though I did value that a lot in college. Um, so that's, that's been a transition for me is knowing like, hey, like, even though I get home from work, I, I could just like go to my room and, I don't know, lay down for two hours and not do a damn thing. And that's it. Read a book, pray. Whereas Audrey's just peeping at the corner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it. You know, I tried to do my expressions, but I had to do that one. That was because Audrey's laughing because that's exactly how she does it, and I've, I've memorized that little. Exactly. That's what she does because she's just waiting for me to be done. Because I'm the, a child, that's why. You know, and because she knows that you know during the day I got work calls and meetings and practice and all that, and she, it, it's just funny. But I have now had learned that like, hey. I can't be selfish in that way and, and want that alone time all the time or to, you know, go play Xbox, something stupid, you know, and that, that's been a change. That's been an adjustment. And I've now found alone time within my own thoughts, whether it's biking to the gym or whether it's in the shower still, which I, I do love. Um, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, whether that's, I mean, that can look like in a lot of different ways, but yeah. So I guess, is it difficult for you because I need a lot less alone time than you and how do you try and manage that that's kind of the compromise like i i wish i could like speed dial griffin keeler right now my, my college roommate he man i i could literally be in my room for four hours straight without talking or seeing a, a single person and i'd be fine and i'm a very outgoing person if you know me like i i love talking with people having fun going to play spike ball or do anything but like I had no pro, I think I had, I have no problem with spending time with myself, mm-hmm. whether it is you know playing a game or listening to music. That's a big one. I love listening to music in my headphones, uh, watching YouTube. I don't know. You put whatever you want in that box. I love doing that. I love like resetting and like just focusing on you know. So for me, that part is different, and you know Griffin will attest to that I, I loved I love doing that, but it's not something that like I don't draw anything from it. I think that's why for me, you kind of talk about, you know, what have you, what, what you know, what, what's the different there for me? I didn't draw anything from that. I didn't become a better person or like, I didn't, it didn't make me better Christian or a better future husband, friend. Like it, it was just time that I value that, that I, I utilized. So now that's why sometimes at night I'll try to read my Kindle, you know, little books, or I'll try to watch a YouTube video. It's like mm-hmm. one, one or two quick ones and then go to bed or, I mean, Wash and pickleball. I don't know. I mean, it, it depends, really. You do like your. <laughs> okay. You do like being an iPad kid. Yeah, sometimes it's show. Yes. But you know, I, I like <laughs> I like you know getting content of my hobbies. Essentially, is what it comes down to. No, it's good. Yeah. As much as I make fun of you for yes. it, he just he just looks like a total little iPad kid with yes. his snacks when he does it, and it's just it's cute. Yeah, I've got a food problem, but that's a story for another day. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it's just. So I, I have tried, and I think you've been better about letting me have that time. It's still <laughs> nothing compared to what I used to have. Um, but I think that, that that's helped. But yeah, for me, I get joy spending time with you and cuddling you and being with you. And that gives me life. That breeds life. That allows me to be a better saint and a better person. Whereas me, like, going to watch a pickleball tournament, as fun as that is, or, like, reading my book, it's like I don't really get joy out of that. I just get a little bit of peace and I can get peace from other things while still getting joy. And that comes from you. That comes from Christ. That comes from doing my job. That comes from being at mass. That comes from other things. I actually do that. Whereas that alone time, that legit alone time 
is just more of like a, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, I value it. I do like it. but And that's why I've been willing to be okay with it because I know the other things I'm doing with you is better. Wow. So that's my answer. Wow. It reminds me of, I've quoted it before, but Dr. Edward Shree's book, it's the, mm. I think it's the good, the messy, and the beautiful. And again, I would have to go back and read it. But one of the main themes is that marriage kind of, you know, it does strengthen you and it makes you a better person. It makes you a better saint when yep. it's done correctly. Um, but it's very painful in the process. Yeah. You know, like it's it, like it's sometimes not your natural instinct and sometimes like it. I shouldn't say very painful, but sometimes there is, like, tension in the process. So it's cool that, you know, you are – you spending time with me, like, you know, maybe you would, like, naturally want to be alone. And there are limits, but, sure. you know, you spending more time with me, like, that makes you a better saint, in your own words, um, a better person. And vice versa, like, me spending more alone time than in the past and trying to get more comfortable with it, like, you know, it's made me – have to be more comfortable with myself and more comfortable with my identity in Christ and everything. So I just think it's cool that even though we have slightly different levels of this number one love language, like it's still like just us being together and us working together in marriage to balance out those levels. Like it's making us better people in our own ways, even though your alone time is probably going down and mine's probably going up. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. No, you're, you're, 100% 100% right, and that's why you have to find out what works for you. And maybe for two couples, physical touch is their biggest love language, so there could be a time where that is expressed a lot, and then, you know, say like in a 30-minute span, and then next three hours, they could be in complete separate rooms. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, and that's fine because they have expressed that in a different way. Whereas for us, like, if we're not having spending quality time, then it's just like, because like we could be sitting on opposite ends of a couch and still be having fun together, which we've done before, you Mm -hmm. know, whether it's because we're trying to chill and relax or we're chatting, you know, so like, it's just different for people and, and that's okay. I think learning that and figuring that out, what's not going to make you feel like you're away from your partner or alone from them. Again, obviously there's the physical side of, if you're not literally with them, then that could be it. But even when you're with them, your partner could still feel alone or feel, uh, what's the word? Oh, not alone, but they don't feel worthy of your time or like they, they just feel like you're kind of shrugging them off, you know, and that's, that's never what you want. So I think you, you really, it really is a case by case, but even for us, I think we, like you said, it's gone down, but you have to make sacrifices. We, and we've talked mm-hmm. about this enough, so I won't get into it, but like things are going to change. You're going to have to value different things depending on your partner. And we have a lucky we drew the stick well with our, you know, our top love language together and maybe not our, our second one anymore. I'll have to, I'll, again, I'll update you guys. Yeah. You weeks. really have to take that test. Yeah, I do. I know you're thinking about it, but <laughs> either way, like I, it's still all very important to us. So I think with that being said, you're going to have to look at it differently. And that's not always easy to do. It's like, you know, going back to what Edward Shree, Edward Shree in his book, like marriage is not meant to be like, oh, this is me and this is you. And we happen to live together and have kids and buy a house, like, it, it just, it's so much more, like, those are just, well, not the kid, sorry, kids are beautiful and amazing, but, like, all the subsets of what a traditional family looks like, that's all just what happens because of what you're doing with that person, mm-hmm. yeah. and from that, I'm sorry, you're going to have to sacrifice constantly, or something big, you know, 
I there's I'm about to, you know, probably play pickleball a lot less here soon, and that's okay, you know, and uh, that's just how it is. Uh, you know, whenever we decide to have a family, that is, you know, like I'm gonna have to drop pickleball more, and there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe there's be different times of the week or different month or different seasons. Like over the summer, I'll have to play more, and you know, during the year, not as much. But either way, you know, whenever we do start to have a family. I won't be able to have that time in the morning or that Monday night pickleball with all my, you know, all the other guys from Greenville that get together, you know, I, you know, get away <laughs> from, the, they, they always joke about getting away from their wives and their kids on those <laughs> Monday nights that we play. and uh, Give it 20 years. Yeah, we give it 20 yeah. years. <laughs> Please <okay>. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And because, but yeah, it's, it's just different and you're going to have to do it. And it doesn't mean that it's a, it does not mean what you're giving up or sacrificing is a bad thing. It just means there's something else greater within your marriage with someone else that you have made that covenant with them with Christ and hopefully the family you choose to raise that that becomes your number one and it should be at all times and eventually as that family grows more and more things might have to pull and that's a challenge yeah I mean being a Christian like you know that's why marriage is so important in our faith and so I'm like such a big vocation you know Mm -hmm. um it is it exemplifies what it is being a Christian and being a Christian is sacrificing, but yeah. not just because, you know, you shouldn't do that or because someone told you not to do that, but because you are sacrificing for something greater. You are saying a bigger yes and ultimately a more fruitful and happier yes to something else, which is life that Christ gives you and just all of the graces and joy that comes with it. But not saying it's not hard in the process. No. Um and another thing, like, I feel like I'm going to bite my words from that. I think it was the last episode, but the one episode where we were like, you know, I, I was like, you shouldn't say should ever because I'm about uh, to say should. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Here it's, we go. Here we go. It's fine. You know what? I, whatever. It's how it goes. I'm going to blaspheme myself nice. and it's fine. I'm a hypocrite. We're, we're all learning. All right. We're all learning. Anyways, I feel like you should want to spend time with your spouse that is something that should happen. Oh, yeah. That doesn't matter. How? Yeah. Like, no matter what your love language is, like, you should want to do that. However, that level of what makes you feel, like, fulfilled and content with your spouse. Or, or, that, how, you, or how you do it. Yeah. Or how you do it. That could look very different. But if you're, like, I, I really hope you're feeling these feelings before you get married to someone. But if, yes. like, you are dating or engaged and you are just not looking forward to being with them. That's not good. No. Marriage is not going to fix that. It's right. not going to make this better. No. It's going to tie you to this person forever. It's that's going to exemplify it. That's a terrible idea. I'm yes. sorry. Like, it really is. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I, I don't understand this, but Zach understands this. Sometimes people need alone time. Sometimes people need breaks. That is healthy. Sure. But if you find yourself never wanting to spend time with someone, that's usually, that's an obvious sign that sometimes we want to ignore. Yeah. So just putting that out there. No, you, I will put the absolute for you. You should have, you should want to spend time with your spouse every day. Sorry. Yeah. Every hour? No. I'm not saying constantly, you know, we, I think we tend to do that sometimes, which is. Yes, which because is okay. yes. I'm needy. <laughs> yes. But there's not, there should always be at least one point during your day that you're like, man, it'd be really nice to go spend some time with my wife or with my husband. E- easily. If not, get to talking go through yeah. our podcast we got i'm sure we got something in there about communication and uh, resolving discernment 
I don't know. Something. Probably discernment. Yeah, that for sure. But the keyword. Really, yeah, but talk about it, and I think you'll be surprised, like what could come up from that, and what you could maybe do better, like change up to help show your love to each other more. Whether it is words of affirmation, telling you, "I love you," thank you so much for cleaning up the house and making it look awesome, and just doing all these things. Like that, that goes a long way. Yeah. And we're still learning, and that's why we talk about this now. As I just came out from my trip, and. Audrey was much less alone this time as we were better prepared and just knew things more. But either way, take that time. Figure out what's going to make your make your wife or husband tick, per se. Yeah, do it. Amazing. Well, as always, it's always great to, to be here, and we're excited, and we'll see you all in two weeks. Yes, see you soon. As always, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow our social media, and we'll see you next week.